Yeah, dude, this is Steve-O, and you're listening to Dr. Brady Smith on the Drilled Podcast. I'm drilling down, down, down. I'm getting deeper. I'm looking round, round, round. Like a midnight peeper. Is it it's cool made of cheese? If I dig straight through on this big Chinese, I got some questions, you got some answers. Okay, here we go. We got another one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drill with Dr. Brady podcast. I am Dr. Brady Smith here with Lowell, my trusty co-host. What's up, Lowell? Not a lot. How are you, Brady? Just a couple of guys enjoying some Dr. Pepper Zero, Zero. Sugars. Because <laughs> we're old. Just a couple, <laughs> couple of gals knocking a few back. Yeah, I had, to, I had to back off caffeine a little bit. I can feel my blood pressure. Yeah, I should do that. Um, yesterday was an exciting day for me because I got my meat. <laughs> he got his half cow. My half cow. I bought half a cow. I bought two seven cubic feet free deep freezers because online said a half cow. It's about, uh, yeah, 250 pounds of meat. Um, it takes about a 10 cubic feet freezer. So online there it was a better deal. To get two seven cubic feet freezers. You know, equaling 14 cubic feet of freezer. We got a math wizard over here. <laughs> yeah. We got a math wizard. Watch out. Watch out, everybody. I put uh, my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the freezers doesn't work. So now I had to cram it all in that seven cubic feet, and I was short 25 pounds of ground beef. I had to put my in-laws freezer, who lived local to me. Um... And now I got to return a deep freezer to Amazon. That's fun. I don't even know how you do that. I had to return a shirt to Amazon once, and that was a pain in the butt. One of my dental and a, a shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's saying I would really love if that was my situation. <laughs> well, you just have to package it back up and take it to an Amazon return center. So I feel like here's the thing I read the reviews on these cubic, on these uh, freezers. Every single review, even the five star ones, were like, little dented up when it came in like it's clear like i think we talked about this yeah it, it was clear that like definitely these things get damaged they're very not sturdy right they don't hold up to the transit and i should have been smart and been like okay so i should just go to home depot get a deep freezer from home depot put it in my truck and drive it home right probably less invasive well it is now <laughs> <laughs> right right but then being Shelby, uh, my dental assistant Shelby, told me that you can go to Kohl's. Like, there's like drop-offs where, like, just go to your local Kohl's and just drop it off. Uh, and I was like, okay, you just like kick it out of the back of the truck on the way of drive by. I, I guess so. Here, <laughs> take this stupid <laughs> freezer. It doesn't work. It doesn't get freaking cold. Um. Uh. But it's nice having so much meat. I just like having it. You know. No, it's good. It is good. Meat is good. It's a good thing. Um, how did your gig go on Saturday? You told me you were playing some big block party. Oh, yeah. We did play a block party. Um, we played there, I want to say this was the third, maybe the fourth time, at least the third time that we played this. Last year we did it because of, of the COVID, the, the 
the, the, corona, corona, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of this one. There's, <laughs> there's this thing going around. Isn't there like another variant now? I heard. Uh, yeah, the butthole variant. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. The dumb, dumb variant. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, your gig. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Greek letter? Dumb, dumb? Yeah, that's a dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb. Uh, gig went good, man. It was just a two hour, two hour gig. We usually do three. So we did two and it was awesome. Had a string break. One of my songs. So I blew my amp up at my gig on Saturday. Oh, oh, went EVH down. <laughs> oh no, dude. It's an expensive amp too. Do you, um, <laughs> do you bring a spare or are you just plug it in someone else? Oh uh, you- yeah. A guy bought, usually I'll pack a spare, but this is a, well, this was like a punk rock show. So there was five bands. So everything, we have a tendency of shows like that to pare everything down just so we can set up real fast. Yeah, makes sense. I didn't have spares. Do you guys share the same kit, drum kit? No. Oh, okay. No. Drummers are too... No. They're too much... Destructive. Destructive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Um, That makes sense. Yeah, and so, yeah, a guy loaned me an amp, which was nice of him. show went well, though. Okay. Because drums, drums, there's a lot of setup and... The drums yeah, are a big setup part. Our drummer's kit's very, very high-end, too. I mean, so it's really nice. Yeah, you don't want some idiot stranger no, pounding on your not drum. Not at all. We take very good care of it. Sounds very good. But, yeah, it was great. Um, we played over at the east side, and it was a good time. Packed house. Yeah. It's like uh, like the rule on Step Brothers. Don't touch my drum set. <laughs> did you touch my drum set? I know you touched my drum stick. <laughs> we did a, um, a chip in it. I recently, with some buddies, it's been the course of months, us just kind of casually doing this in the nighttime when we're not all busy. Um, I made a show. It's a gear puppet show about music gear. Elaborate. It's called Professor Pedal's Party Time. I, I saw Professor Pedal's pa- Party yeah. Time. I liked it. Uh, did you see the, the Don't Touch Another Man's Knobs song? Mm-hmm. Yes, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Don't Touch Another Man's Knobs. Um but yeah, it was uh oh someone else's noms. I was a uh, non gender specific. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. We're keeping it keeping it hundred over here on <laughs> Drill Podcast. It was fun though. Um it's a lot of crazy time. But uh more Boy, stuff to come. Boys are girls, girls are boys, everything goes, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Anything goes. Everything goes, people. Um so here's here's what I, let me I'm gonna tell you something that frustrates me. So we built a new practice. Yes. Right. And uh, I've worked that practice like three different days. I usually do like one day a week over there at this new place that we um, we we built. Uh, and it's great. Everything's new. Uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful practice. The one thing that we kept that was so it was already a dental office. It was a pediatric dental office. That's convenient. Yeah. And then the pediatric dentist, he left to get more space. So it was like 3,000 square feet, and he wanted like 9,000 square feet. So he left. Got to have a playland and stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah, the, the kids take up a lot of space. And they usually have like 14 operators. Like they, they just like pack them in there like sardines. So uh, the one thing that we kept that were there that they didn't want were the lights, the overhead lights. So they are on little runners that are parallel to the, to the dental chair that go back and forth, and they have these big, long arms that have the light on the end, right? You know, a light's a light, so we're like, yeah, we'll use the light, whatever. And the light works fine when when you can figure out how to operate it. Um, What bothers me is this. Okay, let's say you're making a light, lol. Let's just put this on you. If you're making a light, what kind of operational controls 
are you going to put on the light? Oh, just like in general? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously I'd like a dimmer switch. That'd be okay. Nice. That's Dim- fancy. Dim- dimmer yeah. switch is cool. Sure. Um, makes for all my like bench lights have, I built my bench lights. I think that's reasonable. Dimmer switch. Yeah. You can dim it. Uh, you know, it, depending on what I'm doing, I would want to be able to warm the light up. Warm the light by up. By introducing like an orange or yellow into the light to just create a warmer, f- like feel mm. makes it easier on your eyes. Basically. Oh, okay. Okay. It's really trying to focus on something, warming a light up, like yeah. a halogen light, like these in, in the studio are very bright and harsh and they hurt your eyes eventually. Okay. But yeah, just basically a dimmer switch on and off. That would be nice. Yeah. You know, just basically. Like, listen, that sounds really reasonable so far. Yeah. You know, that's about it. Okay. I don't really see unless you don't. Just look. guess how many buttons are on this light. Uh, like I'll tell you. Nine. Nine. There's buttons. nine buttons. Jeez Louise. And there's ways you can push the buttons like twice to make it have different functions. But guess what it doesn't? It doesn't have a clearly labeled on and off switch. Oh, lovely. So there's a home button that kind of looks like the outline of a house. Overtly complicated. And it's the home button. And you have to push it twice to turn it on. Now, if you take the light and you put it upwards towards the ceiling, it cuts out. So the light is at my eye level, so I can't basically imagine that I can't see inside the patient's mouth because the light's in the way, okay? And uh, that's if I can figure out how to turn the stupid thing on. And then, um, because there's no light switch, no, well, there's probably a dimmer. I'm assuming with nine, with nine buttons, I would hope. With nine buttons, at least one of those is is a dimmer switch dude i cannot believe i look at this thing and it makes me the it makes me angry dude party mode does it have a party mode where you hit it and just starts blinking it, it might i don't know <laughs> i pushed every single button multiple times to try and get this thing on and i'm like okay i pushed every button doesn't work you gotta push the home button twice did at least leave you instructions no nice figured it out because <laughs> i'm a doctor i'm smart but man, it's frustrating because then I go, you know, listen, every other light, every other light that I've ever met in my life has had a switch. It's a simple on off. This is the thing, dude. It's a utility light. Essentially what you're using for dentistry is a utility light. Don't stick up for them, dude. No, 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 no. I am not going to stick up for this light no, company. I'm not. We're going to part ways. A utility light needs to have a couple of things. It needs to be positionable. It needs to be bright. And it needs to be, the functionality of it needs to be quick. Yes. It does not sound like the functionality of this is any of that. It's terrible. Now, in defense of the light. You're going to defend it. You're going to throw me under the bus for defending it. Now you're going to defend it. Listen, this is like family. I can talk crap about my family, but you can't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things. Uh, It... We could have bought new lights, and we chose not to because they were already there. Save some money, right? So that's on me. Penny saved, penny earned. Man, I wish I would have burned those lights and bought new ones that had switches on them that were... Just regular old switches. Just a switch. On and off. On and off. It's all I want. It's utility lights. I'm a simple man. fast. I'm a simple man. You pull it down where you need it, you turn it on, you don't need it, you cast it away. These are the simple pleasures in life, just having a switch that allows you to do what you want to do. Right, I can push a button, turn my car on. One button, one button. That's it. Oh, this is the world. This is the world we live in. It's complicated. 
Uh, let's go down the uh, path we've been going down the last couple of episodes. Deep thoughts with Brady Smith. What did I? T- I got it. Hold on. I remember. So um, we've been going through some philosophical quandaries, life lessons, lessons learned from the dental office, analogies to our real life issues that we all universally share, to uh, you know what. What a what this dumb old dentist here sees in his practice every day, and we've done a couple different ones. Today's today's is a, a really interesting topic, I think. But sometimes, when someone comes to my office with a toothache, the tooth that is the problem is not the tooth that they're pointing at. Sometimes they point to a lower tooth, but it's the upper tooth. That's the problem. So in dentistry, you have this thing called referred pain, right? Nerves are freaky. It's like when you hit your funny bone, right? Hit your funny bone, and it sends a a jolt up your arm into your neck. Like you can hit, hit, you hit your arm weird, and it's like, oh, it's the weirdest feeling, right? Um, So, you know, that happens within our mouths. You get a tooth, let's let's say it's an upper right tooth, and totally like decayed out, and the nerves exposed causes a toothache and a lot of patients i would say most of the time in that situation patients can't distinguish uh, a specific tooth i've had some tooth pain and uh yeah it's crazy it's like it'll usually um start in the area that it's the problem that where the problem is but very shortly and rapidly it will just spread everywhere like that, that's been my yeah. experience is it radiates, especially radiates. if it's on the jaw. If it's on the jaw, if I have, every time I've had a tooth hurt on my jaw, my lower jaw, at least half of that jaw hurts. Like the whole thing. I can't tell you where it was. Yeah. And yeah. I know those nerves are all kind of bundled up right there in your jaw and they're all kind of connected, but, um, they are. And so that, yeah, there's this whole network of nerves. If you want to Google something crazy, go look at the, the nerve system, nervous system of the face of the head and neck. And it's, it's, uh, uh, a very tenuous network of of uh, webbing and and little things that it's really easy for one of these neurons to fire off in a different direction because that pain kind of radiates. No, out. even when we had a uh, we had um, I think I even I saw you when I had a hurt a tooth a tooth hurting they say and uh, like I think you asked me like which one hurts I'm like I it's this side somewhere I don't know yeah that's, like that's I just really common I, I don't know typically right and left yeah. people can differentiate right and left people can't tell you it's somewhere in the right it could be upper it could be lower I don't really know and that's typically what we see every now and then it does get specific and people can say this is the tooth right here hundred percent I know it's this one uh, but also people get that wrong people come in and say hundred percent it's this one and you're like no it's not. And that, as you can imagine, would be quite the round and round that we go where people say, no, it's this tooth. And I say, yeah, I know that that's where you're feeling it, but the problem's coming from above. They're like, no, 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 doc, you don't understand. This is the one on the bottom that hurts. Yeah, you, you don't understand. It's, it's the top one. Once I fix the top one, it'll magically get better on the bottom. And that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's kind of anybody. counterintuitive. Super counterintuitive. And it feels like. It feels shady. <laughs> it's like, what are you selling me right now? And you're just like, you got to trust me, man. If I fix this top tooth, it's going to fix the pain on the bottom. You're like, listen, man, I know you got a tooth that's hurting. We're going to get that taken care of. But right now, let me tell you about a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> if you come to this meeting for three hey. hours 
We'll give you a golf set of golf clubs. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so, different story. Um, you know, we get into, uh, as human beings, we get into arguments with people, right? Sometimes people we know. Sometimes people we don't know. Uh, sometimes we get in arguments with strangers online. Sometimes we get in arguments with people driving in the road incorrectly. So we perceive. Sometimes we get in arguments with uh, the people that we love the most. But oftentimes I find that there's this, uh, this thing sometimes where it's like, ah, what you're arguing about isn't really the, the root of the problem. Get it? Do you see no what I've no you pun, see right? what I've done there? No pun. He's practiced that, by the way. Yeah, I, <laughs> knew I, I knew I was going to use that one. <laughs> Lil caught me beforehand test, testing out my buttons, making sure I get them straight. I don't want to push this one. Oh, that's a good one, too, actually. That's a good one, yeah. That's a good one. All right. Um, but, you know, this is, this, is, this is the world that we live in, is that sometimes the pain... It seems like we know where it comes from, but it, we're wrong. There's something, it's different. And I don't want to basically like deeper, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a mis there's a misdirect, right? Where like sometimes you, you turn, you turn your anger towards someone, but it's a misdirect because of something else that's going, going on. I've been particularly stressed lately. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Right. And, and listen, this is like, you know, I might snap at someone because I might snap at my five-year-old who's done nothing, right? They're just in, they just happen to be in my way at a bad time, right? When I'm stressed out about work or I'm stressed out about uh, whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, that's not my, he's, you know, my five-year-old's not my problem. That's not, that's not the issue. The issue is something completely unrelated. But if you were an observer, you'd be like, oh, man, that guy has a problem with that five-year-old. That guy's guy really, he's he really, got really, got he's it really laying it into that kid. You know, he must deserve it. But that's not. The pain point's somewhere else. Um, I think this leads to better empathy, which is something that I try to strive for. Something that I try. It's a quality that I think I want more of, and I try to get it whenever I feel like I can. And I, you know, I definitely fall short probably more than I succeed. But I think... That this is a concept that if you understand it correctly, if you can zoom out and be like, what you're saying right now to me is seems like it's directed at me, but I feel like it's directed somewhere else. I feel like if you can zoom out and tell yourself that, you're just going to be a more delightful person. Hmm. I I agree. I just, it's a, like, this is definitely something I've had to deal with like the last uh, year or so. Um like I said, I'd been having these like just crazy like anxiety attacks that were having these physical manifestations. Mm. Um, like I went and had like a complete workup done at one point, like to make sure my heart was okay, <laughs> you know, because my heart was like skipping yeah. beats and it was yeah. beating irregularly. Uh, my blood pressure felt like it was skyrocketing. Um, I was getting like twitches in my neck, you know, getting really nervous. Just weird stuff. Panic stuff. Yeah. Like closing in, dizziness, um, shortness of breath. I mean, all of these things. So I was like, oh gosh, ticker. You know, felt like a ticker because my chest hurt. My yeah. chest hurt. My If, if you're uh, a man over 35 and your left arm starts to hurt you, that's, you go get that checked. Yeah. 
Just go get it checked. For sure. Yeah, so they did all the stuff. Heart's fine. Blood pressure's decent. Um, I just having anxiety. This anxiety was manifesting itself with like a, a mortal terror, I guess, was like how it would do. And you get in these negative thought cycles and you just couldn't break free from them. So eventually they gave me something that helps me just kind of, the lows don't go so low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they go low and I'll get, I still get stressed out about stuff. I got stressed out the other day to the point where I just had to stop. I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to decompress. Cause that was, that's, that's what I do for me. Sometimes I have to come off something Yeah, for a few, just a few and just kind of, you know what? I'm just going to put on a show. I like, I'm going to read a book. I want to read. I'm going to do something fun to do that because I am notorious for misdirecting anger. Yeah. Like, and that in order for me to combat that, I have to face it. And that's what I've been trying to do for a month, a uh, better part of a year now, is truly face it so that I don't take it out on, like, my wife. Yeah. Or I don't yell at my dog. And it's, and it's <laughs> not like, it's not like you don't have a problem. It's that you don't, if you don't know where it's coming from. That's the big, that's the problem right there. Then, there. then it's impossible to fix. You can't fix it because you can't face or it. Or anything you do isn't going to actually solve the problem. If I fix an upper tooth on someone and it's a lower tooth that's the culprit, we are going to finish that. They're going to pay me a bunch of money and I and they're going to still have a toothache. And that's terrifying to not know what's wrong. Right. Yeah. So I just started checking it off the list, which is another, you know, life tactic I think that, you know, could be employed by more people to maybe help them with their anger problems is to check start make a list. I'm going to take a personal checklist and start checking stuff off it. You know, yeah. narrow it down. How often do you think the answer to the question, like, what's wrong for most people is, I don't know. Like, how many people can actually, like, how easy is it to identify your problem? How easy is it to troubleshoot your own life? I feel like it's really hard. Yeah, it's it's hard because you can't be objective. You live inside of it, so it's really hard to, like, see for, see it from the outside. Like someone looking right. at it from the outside would see it immediately because it's Possibly. very obvious, but you're looking at it from the outside or from the inside out. I just don't think you see it as much. I know I didn't. And like in, you know, I had to do therapy, which I absolutely adhor. Yeah. Um, but um, that's one of the things that, you know, the therapist was actually, he just felt that I didn't need therapy. Uh, maybe just, you know, to, to, to recognize, just enough to recognize what was going on. The problem was, is these anxiety attacks, while they being more acute in the last year, have been happening for a lot longer than that. Yeah. They were just not as acute. But I was, a lot of this stuff, as in reflection, I was looking back, was always there. Okay. But now, I it's obviously, it's become, it's all come to a head, so to speak. But not knowing where that problem was. There's a, obviously, like, just say, my tooth was hurting. I had no idea what was doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem in your life might be, and this is me too, is like, man, I'm really angry right I'm really agitated. I'm really irritable right now. For the longest time growing up, my my sister, uh, and she to this day, and this is still a problem I have, and I was just hanging out with um, my sister at my parents' 70th, uh, or uh, my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, and she uh, still makes jokes about, like, have you eaten? Like if I, if I say something like kind of like a uh, dickish uh, or sarcastic, she's like, have you eaten recently? Because she knows if I don't eat, I, like hangry is a real thing. Like if I don't have, if I go time without eating, it affects my mood. Are you telling me this? Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, I'm the same way though. If I don't eat 
and I get like super hungry, I get hangry too. That's why I don't get I don't flip you too much shade about it. Yeah. Because I do the same thing. Like I will get super angry. She used eaten. to uh she used to when we were like late teenagers, we'd go to church and we would drive together. And she would bring like a granola bar and make sure there's a granola bar in the glove box. And like if I was like being a jerk, she would open the glove box and give me a She'd like hey, eat this. That's just uh, kind of like looking forward. I'd be like, "Thank you." Anyways, the the idea is though, like, boom, you identify a problem, right? So the tools we have as a dentist to identify like these problems are uh, uh, are uh, many. There are many tools that we use. We have, um, uh, you know, just visual inspection. We have X-rays that we use. Um, different angles of x-rays. Not to mention just the visual agitation. I mean, mm-hmm. you, sometimes I imagine you can just look and see, ooh, that's not good. Many times yeah. you can. Many times you can. Uh, you have what's called percussion tests where you take some drumsticks and you just tap them on the teeth as hard as you can. Play wipeout. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly right. Percussion tests. You have palpation tests. This is when you... Uh, just uh, grab the individual's testicles and just feel around and make sure, see if their teeth do anything. Uh, that's a joke. I, th- I feel like you're looking at me like I'm serious. Like, really? You do that? No. no. I just was like, uh, he's going there. <laughs> there was a doctor who got in trouble in California for doing breast massages. We, we, we've talked about this too. I've breast actually massages, talked to my friends about this. Breast massages. For TMJ. For TMJ yeah. issues. There was a correlation. He there is, there is an explanation. It's not a good one, but it's but there's an explanation. Um, but okay. So you get percussion tests, you do palpation tests, you have cold tests and, uh, vitality tests. And there's like half a dozen tests. Kiss tests. (laughs) Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had some TMJ issues, uh, not too long ago. And, uh, I felt that, you know, having uh, my testicles rubbed really helped. Listen, (laughs) I'm not a doctor, but (laughs) I, I believe that that should be investigated. (laughs) <laughs> thoroughly um you know sometimes for example uh if we didn't know you know what if i uh you can apply some just like standardized science to the situation for example if we can't tell if it's an upper one or a lower one well i could numb the upper teeth i was going to ask that if you could just be like okay well we're going to do this and just to show prove a point we can prove points yeah so you can numb an upper tooth and if you numb the upper oh. tooth and the pain goes away now you n- no longer have lower pain you could reasonably say, like, yeah, could, it must be an upper tooth. Even a layperson would, I think that would be obvious. But here, here yeah. like, here's a point, too, that like, I think just illustrates other points you've made. When you get hangry, you don't notice very quickly. It takes like, a while. But right. someone outside it's of it, someone, uh, with experience, looking from the outside in, like, I can see it. Um, I can, um, sometimes when we have lunch meetings, uh, I, I, I'll call you first, or I'll, I'll text you, be like, do you need anything to eat? Is that what you're doing when you text me that? Well, sometimes you don't get a chance to take a lunch break, it's and true. I would rather have a, a meeting with you after you've been fed. That's true. That's wise, lol. That is wise. That's why I do it. I'm just like, hey, And man, it's kind. Know. Listen, I appreciate a good invite to, yeah, I pick up some food for you, Want man. some, like, Wendy's or something, bro? Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and that endears you to me. That's why I like you. Uh, so the whole point is that, like, Dennis, we have these tests that tell us what's going on. And I wonder what tests we have in our life. Like, it seems reasonable to, like, make this analogy, make this jump to, like, well, if I have problems with my mood, my anger, 
my depression, my mental health, that if you don't know why you have those problems, you're going to, you're stabbing and you're making stabs in the dark, right? You might not even know, like you said, you might not even realize that there is a problem. Everybody else might realize it. I still don't really know what the cause of it is. I know I'm high strung. I've always been high strung. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't have these skeletons in my closet that would like come out and that it would I think would like spurn this. Um, I don't have like this feeling of inadequacy anymore that I used to have, you know, growing up. Young men, usually just based on upbringing, at least if you were raised in the 80s, you kind of come into life with like a chip on your shoulder because that's mm. how you were raised. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be tough. Yeah. You gotta be man. You gotta like, you're mo- you can't be emotional. You gotta sure. like, you know, just these things. It's not so much now, but definitely old school. Kind of reconciling that the issues with parents. Yeah, I buried all the hatchets though. You know what I mean? And it's like it's weird, but like when I moved to to Portland, I had to fight so hard when I came down here, and things just went wrong, and it was a constant fight and struggle, and just to claw my way up. The thing is, my anxiety really started kicking in when I felt like I'd won, like you know, like I felt like I had gotten past so much stuff, mm. and the fight was kind of over, and then that's when I started having these issues. Dude, I think there's some truth to like the need for struggle. Yeah, I think now that my brain, like, it's like my brain is still fighting. Like there, that that's you know? a, that's a real thing, dude. When you feel like you've won and now there's no struggle. Uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, you go into like, you know, you go and they've done these like uh, studies on people who win the lottery, and people who win the lottery are like, most of them like become financially ruined and commit suicide and like all these things that go terribly wrong uh, that would not have likely happened had they continued the same struggles, life struggles they were on. But all of a sudden the money, it's like you won. It's like you win. I got a hundred million dollars. I win. But like, man, problems are just always like problems always occur. Like problems, like more money, more problems. Well, I thought that my problem so like was initially here. was, you know, I didn't have these skeletons like class. Like, okay, well, maybe my job is stressing me out. But now I have a job, while it being emotionally heavy job, mm. um, is is a it's purposeful. I wake up with purpose. I wake yeah. up in the morning and I feel like motivated because I have this purpose and I get to see this purpose manifest in people's lives changed very regularly. What, what what's your job? Just for listeners. Oh, uh, I'm the executive director of the Halo Dental Network. Oh, I've heard yeah. that. That's um, great. Like, among other things. <laughs> so you guys should go check out the Halo Dental Network you stuff. You should totally check out the Halo Dental Network stuff. Yeah. It's fulfilling. It's Fantastic. Filling. Yeah. Um, it's creamy and dreamy. Creamy and dreamy. It's like an orange fudge sickle. It's a lot like an orange fudge sickle. That's true. It's just delightful. You know those little cups of ice cream you get with the stick? Oh, yeah. They're just delightful. They are. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. I like uh, with orange and white. It's Those portable are... and potable. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Working on really failed. This is all the failed Halo taglines you're getting right now. <laughs> this is great. No, this is great. This is going really well. No, it's, it's like I get to wake up with a sense of purpose every day. And that, that I figured, you know, that would help. So why is this stuff still happening? You know, I just, I, but I just like one of the things, uh, you know, that I was, uh, a therapist told me that actually helped, which just keep setting the bar higher. When you hit a certain point, just set the bar higher and just keep working at it. That's what I like about Halo. 
Yeah, just you that's know? what we do all the time. We're always kicking that bar. We don't set the bar higher. We kick the bar. I higher. mean, like, what does a win look like for Halo? Like, what's the final? Like, is there an end game? There's no end game. Like, no. You give me a you give me a metric, and if I achieve that, I can give you another metric that I'm going to be chasing after I achieve that. I mean, I guess if we got every single dentist to do a case a year, yeah, but then about, it would be world. Then be world, and then be do two cases a year. Then be universe. Just solve. I guess solving dental poverty. You know, if, if alien beings have uh, have teeth, then we'd be that would be the next stop. We have to go to Mars. <laughs> we have to go to Mars. So you look at those choppers. That's right. What do you guys eat? Rocks. <laughs> so I think uh, you know the the lesson the lesson the life lesson that we can get from from this uh, funny little dental analogy is is this idea that. Uh, Listen, life requires introspection and to be successful and to take these problems and, and uh, troubleshoot them, you have to, number one, be self-aware enough to know that you, you may have misdiagnosed your problem if you even recognize that there is a problem. So I guess first would be recognizing the problem. That's hard. That's the hard part. That's it. hard. It's admitting that you have a problem. Okay, so now I have a problem. Let's say I get to that point. Now I got to be able to say... Where is, where, well, I have to have the tools to diagnose. I have to have the tools to figure, like, where where is this coming from? Eventually, you have to refer to professionals. I really feel like yeah. that, that, that that's what I had to do was cave. Well, and even you, you're like, well, I don't have these skeletons in my closet. Okay, so it's not coming from that, right? Well, I don't have, you know, tension in, in my relate. Okay, so it's not coming from that. Like, where does it come from? And if you can't answer that, so let's say then you answer that question. You find out now you can actually attack. Yeah, you still have to point, get pointed in the direction of it. You know, you might not perfectly identify the problem, but at least you kind of know what direction it's coming from. You can be more wary and aware of it, you know, because I I still don't know exactly why it's happening. And it's definitely like died down. Mm hmm. Um, But it's a constant like one of the things that I always a lot of people tell me because I have a lot of friends and stuff. Because I'm pretty outspoken about the anxiety and panic problems that I have and, like, depression stuff because a lot of guys aren't. You know, okay. they just internalize it and it's just nothing. And it's it's not uncommon. It's not weird. I see these panic attacks in my father. Okay. He just uses alcohol to calm himself down. And he's a tough guy. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, this was a, tr- a thing I did when I first started having panic attacks, like, real bad ones. I took a glass of whiskey and I just drank it. And I felt instantly better. Oh. And I took that bottle of whiskey and I dumped it down That's the sink. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. I dumped it down the sink. Yeah. I was just like, dude, I'm not, I've seen these in my father. That can't be the, that yeah. can't be the solution. No, it can't be the solution. It's a bad solution. But you just, maintenance. You got to do maintenance on yourself. You know, like it's just like with your teeth. You got to do maintenance on your teeth. You want to keep them healthy. Yeah. Take some time every once in a while. Smell the roses. Read a book, Brady. I do need to read a book. You know, like, listen to a podcast. Just do whatever makes you relax and enjoy life. Because you can't work all the time. You can't rain all the time. You know what I mean? Well, I think... That's this, a crow quote. Yeah. I think I think what this boils down to is, you know, what do you do? I, I think in life it's got to come down to, like, is your house in order? Like, what... Like, so I feel like, you know, recently I definitely have been more stressed out. And it's like, yeah, well, I, I used to read every morning, wake up early, and read something that's inspirational, motivational, uh, or at least interesting, spiritual, interesting. Yeah, something. Um, and I used to exercise, 
And in the last like maybe two months, I've really kind of fallen off the wagon with exercise and I feel like garbage. Exercise for me has been key too. That, that's helped more than yeah. anything. So it's like, I just know like, yeah, my house is not in order. I need to do something about that. And, uh, and, and hopefully that's the right, I chose the right tooth, right? Hopefully I did the procedure. I did the right procedure on the right tooth to get back to homeostasis, to get back to stable and, and, uh, uh, copacetic, you know? So I, I think that's the life lesson. The life lesson is there's a lot of these tools to get there. Like you, it's just, as you learn as you go, like, uh, stuff's confusing, man. And if you don't have the tools, you're just lost in pain and suffering and that's it. Yeah. But just, I think happiness is, 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 it has a lot to do with being busy being busy, but also the flip side of that is you have to take time, obviously, to 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 to, to not be busy. You know, you have to find... Uh, my brother said something to me, my oldest brother said something to me once that kind of always stuck with me. He's like, everything in moderation. You know, if you're going to work okay. a lot, that's fine, but you also have to play a lot. You sure. Know, if, you know, like, otherwise you're going to go crazy. Yeah, there's a harmony that needs to be reached. And I think harmony is a little different than balance. But I think it really needs to be like adjusted and it has to be a living thing. It can't just be like, like I have this strict yeah. thing that I do every day. Cause it's going to change. You're not always going to have time to exercise every day or you're not always going to have time to like read every morning. But if you can be adaptable. Yeah. Well, I make excuses. That's what I do too. I make excuses like, oh, I'm working. I got, you know, so person, I have an associate, uh, a, a dentist that was an employee of mine that quit without notice. And that's put me in a very difficult situation. Precarious situation. Yeah. Well, it just, you know, someone's got to cover shifts. So, like, last weekend I was supposed to go to uh, DS World, Dents by Serona. And, uh, you know, there was a Gwen Stefani appearance. John Mulaney was performing, stand-up comedian. I think the Chainsmokers were performing. Like, it was, it's, it's, it's like the biggest, like, dental conference in the... In the United you States, you missed some sure. stuff, so that would have been really yeah, fun and yeah. But it's like I can't selfishly go to that. Like I don't have like a reason. It wasn't like Halo related. It was just more like checking out the conference. So it's like, no, I had to cancel that, man. Um, and I couldn't get a refund on my plane ticket, and that was a big thing. So it was like, pff, just it's just you know throwing money out the window. But like I can't miss out on working my practice because that's like ten thousand bucks a day. So it's like, oh, this crappy situation. And it's like. You know, then it's like, oh, I'm not going to wake up at 6 o'clock because I got to leave at 6.45 to go to work. So I usually would leave, wake up at 6 o'clock to, you know, read. Some people, uh, I consider it kind of a form of meditation. Uh, people, Some people meditate different ways. But to me, it's like just kind of listening to something or, or reading something. It's guitar for me. Yeah. That's yeah. my meditation for sure. Perfect. Yeah. But it's like all of a sudden you make these like, I shouldn't make those concessions. I shouldn't. I should. I should recognize... It's like, it's like I'm too tired to brush my teeth tonight, so I don't do it. And if I do that enough, I end up with a toothache that I can't diagnose, right? And so you put yourself in these situations knowing full well, I know what works for me to get me to normal. I just fall off that wagon and got to get back on. And so that's the, that's the, that's the take home message, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's it. I got a funny little thing. Um, there's this. It's this habit. When I go to sleep at night, I pass out. It's just like there's not a lot of uh, morning. I just literally, I'm out like a light. Like, oh, okay. I'll be like wide awake. Like, hey, Brady, what's going on? Hey, blah, blah, blah. Gone. I'm gone. You gone. Know? Um, but I'm also super anal about taking care of my teeth now. 
So if I don't brush my teeth before I pass out, I'll wake up like a couple hours later and I'll go brush my teeth and go to bed too. Good for you. <laughs> I'll be all like laying in bed and be like, oh, oh crap. And I'll get up and be like, oh. Attaboy. Oh. Attaboy. <laughs> I just don't want, I don't want cavities, dude. Yeah. No, I don't want to have cavities either. I go floss and stuff. Um, yeah. Listen, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to take home here. So I hope, uh, I hope people are finding this, uh, these, uh, uh, divergent philosophical topics interesting as we dive through them. And, uh, you know, the things that you see in your daily life, you know, you make these like analogies to like these the analogies help us too. analogies really help. I mean, a good analogy in a discussion or an argument or a debate is very powerful, right? It an, is an analogy, uh, you know, a parable, uh, something that takes a, a complex issue, helps us to understand it in a simpler way. And for me, that's dentistry. You know, you see these really complex issues and you're like, man, I could really take like the whole process of diagnosing a dental problem is something that I see like could be applied towards diagnosing a mental health problem. Uh uh, you know, a personal satisfaction problem, personal fulfillment problem. And, uh, and man, it just helps you understand like these like universal truths that you see them, you see them in action in certain, certain patterns. I think certain, certain ways. people see them in action in certain patterns. I can, re- I've kind of learned to recognize other people that have this ability to like learn as they go. You know what I mean? Like they learn from experiences. Sure. It's not everyone. It's not. I can guarantee sure. you it's not everybody, sure. but you see, you, you start to recognize it. Cause when you start to recognize it in yourself, you start to see it in others. And those, I would say that if you want to live like a fulfilled life, those are the kind of people you kind of want to f- gather around and hang out with just another right. life lesson. No, for me. no tooth can be an Island. Yeah. No tooth can be an Island. I like that title by the way. Yeah. That was the last episode. <laughs> was it the last one or a couple, a couple episodes ago? No, that was the last one. No tooth can, uh, no tooth's an Island. <sighs> Phone just alerted me. Uh, I have a new vocabulary word. Do I know what it is? Obviate. So for those who don't know, have I talked about this? I don't have talked about it. I have a vocabulary app. I highly recommend this. I love it because I get a word to, um, I get um, like fancy words sent to me that I get to uh, look at and they use it in a sentence. Do you know what obviate means? I don't. Obviate means, I'm using a sentence. I tried to obviate my mother's awkwardness with the cell phone by telling her it wasn't necessary to hold it up to her mouth when she speaks into it. I tried to obviate. It means to prevent or to make unnecessary. I get two of these words every day. Nice. I know what they mean 10% of the time. (laughs) 10%. I'm like, I know that words. Obviate kind of. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about sycophant? Yeah, that's been one of my words, actually. Yeah. Sycophant. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, anyways. Okay. Well, hey, let's do a quick little secret word and uh, wrap up this episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, what? what uh, uh, for those who don't know, the secret word is worth $500 of free dental work at my dental office. Um, uh, it's open to everybody. Everybody can participate. The word that we're about to reveal or the 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 code. How do we say that? Sometimes we don't give the word. Sometimes we just give a code. Or a riddle. We give a riddle. 
of some sort, easy I, to solve. Yeah. A question that were, would have required you to listen to the episode. Yeah. I've That's got, all. I've got one. What is it? Okay. So the secret word for $500 in free dentistry from Dr. Brady. Boom. Uh, is, and it's it could be one of two answers. The name, the name or names of the musical acts that Dr. Brady didn't get to see because he had to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one of them. Was I remember a, one I of remember them wasn't he, musical. One of them wasn't musical. It was just but okay. So the musical act. Any one any of either, the three. Any one of the three. Yeah, you can look that up. That he That's had to, he had to miss out on. That's easy. That's easy. Worth five hundred dollars. Please be uh, the fifth person to email us that word or that answer to drillpodcast at gmail.com. It's going to get 500 big ones. 500 And remember, if you can't use it yourself, you can gift it to someone else. Well, I think we had another magical episode. You got the magical noise? I think we're solving problems here. Nope, (laughs) nope, 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 nope. There it is. Mm, that's the magical noise. That's nice. That makes me feel like we did something. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining in. Uh, join us next week. We'll have another topic um, guaranteed to be awesome Riveted. for sure. Okay. Bye.